0: What's up students? Happy Sunday to you, man. I hope that you're getting ready to go to the blended service or to the lift nine or 11, man. I hope you're ready to be a part of that. And just to encourage though, today we're going to continue to walk through Hosea. So Hosea chapter 12 and actually chapter 13, we're going to do them both together because the two kind of, kind of work together because remember, it's always a good reminder that like Hosea was not writing and then wrote a big like 12 and then wrote a bunch of verses and then a big 13. Like Hosea wrote all this as just one scroll, right? This is just him writing. And, and later we have gone in and Kind of divided them up to kind of help us understand, you know, how to get to something easier. I can tell you, go to Hosea 12 and you know exactly where to go. So, Hosea chapter 12 and 13 really go together. And it's there that Hosea kind of gives the people a history lesson, right? Yesterday's episode was hopeful, right? So, if you want something hopeful, go listen to that, right? And today's kind of back to that judgment part a little bit. And what's interesting is he gives them a history lesson throughout all of Israel, right? I mean, he starts at Jacob, right? If you remember the story of Jacob in Genesis 25. Jacob and Esau, Jacob wrestling with God, uh, Jacob uh, trying to get his wife Leah. I mean, like, all these crazy things, right? So go read that. And Genesis 25, such a cool story. We need to walk through that sometime as a youth ministry for sure. Uh, but it's the story of Jacob, right? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And what's amazing is it talks about how Jacob like kind of messes up and, and Jacob has some issues and Jacob fails. And in this history lesson, lesson, he goes on, he mentions Egypt where the people came out of Egypt, but then immediately the began to worship other idols and immediately struggled in the wilderness and all these things. And then he even talks about how they had a king, but their king didn't really work out. King Saul, and then they've gone through good kings and they've gone through bad kings. And really what's funny is he talks about how in Hosea chapter 12 and 13, really all of Israelite history from the Israelites perspective has been kind of a mess right? They've had some good moments, but they've had a lot of bad moments, right? I mean, a lot of moments where you're like kind of head scratching and like, you are the people of God like like you're the ones who are supposed to be following God you act in the way you are like they have a lot of sketchy moments and so what's interesting about this is think about hosea right he's prophesying to the people right around 700 something bc right but he's he's talking to them and saying look this is not just like a momentary problem for you guys like it's not like it's not like israel had a great track record following God and was following God perfectly every day following Jesus following God loving him seeking Justice, walking humbly, all these things, and then all of a sudden in the past year they've like went crazy, right? Hosea says, No, this has always been a problem, and this is something we see in the Old Testament, right? That that sin has always been an issue. Like, like sin and rebellion against God and idols and following our own ways has always been something that we've dealt with, and Israel can just absolutely never get it right. And when you understand that, when you understand that Israel could never get it right, and because Israel can never get it right, you and I will never be able to get it right when it comes to following the law and following God perfectly every step of the way, this opens the door for the need of a Savior it opens the door for us to realize that I need someone to do on my behalf something that I am completely unable to do. Right? Like I have no chance of keeping God's law perfectly. I have no chance of of living a perfect sinless life. I need someone to do what I'm completely unable to do. And what's so cool is you see this in the prophets. You see they're continually calling out sin. And by the end of the minor prophets in the Old Testament, it just opens the door in a major way to show us that we need someone who can do what we are unable to do. We need someone who can be the faithful covenant partner to God that you and I are supposed to be. And insert John chapter one, where it says, the word Jesus became flesh. That Jesus came, that Jesus, this is why it's so important that Jesus is fully man, right? Jesus is fully man and he's fully God because God made his covenant with man, with Abraham, with Isaac, with Jacob, with Moses, with the people of Israel. And mankind is unable to keep their end of the bargain, which is so huge for why Jesus comes and is fully man who's able to uphold our end of the deal or our end of the covenant for lack of a better term. That Jesus is able to do what you and I cannot do. How awesome is that? So you read Hosea 12 and 13 and you realize, oh my gosh, like the people are really sinful all the time. That's kind of the point that they can never ever get it right and that's why we need someone greater than ourselves so today man my challenge to you as you get to church and as you think about this man just worship jesus today man i just think about jesus and worship him because jesus is the one who has done what you and i are unable to do who's paid the debt who's been the faithful covenant partner that you and i cannot be and then praise be his name and so man i love hosea 12 and 13 shows us how sinful man is which opens the door for us to realize how much we need a savior So tomorrow, Hosea 14, we're finishing the book. Let's get it tomorrow, Hosea 14. Worship the Lord today. Get in church, live stream, or be in person today. Um, I love you. Can't wait to see you soon. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock.